tonight we're going to talk, we, literally we, are going to talk a little bit about the Bible and dating, okay? So middle school, you guys can just kind of tune out, I'm just kidding. Um, but high school, listen up, this is, no, I'm just kidding. So for both middle school and high school, this is going to be really important. Um, and we have some celebrity guests tonight, all right? So let's go ladies first, just tell us your name, your grade, and your school, and we'll come back around this way. Take it away. Hi, my name is Haley, I'm in... 15th slash 16th grade, <laughs> and I go to Barry College. Let's welcome Haley. <laughs> Haley's our resident comedian, uh, also known for her no cap joke a couple weeks ago. Great, we're, we're really enjoyed that. Uh, my young good sir, go ahead. Oh. It was. Paul took care of that though. Oh, wait, Misty, is he, he talk? No, use your, try your mic again. Huh, maybe it's unplugged. We did check them. All right, go ahead. Here, Paul, borrow somebody else's. I mean, I don't know your name. <laughs> yeah? My name is Paul. I am a junior at Barry. Um, what was the other thing? No, that's it. That's thanks, it. Let's Incredible. say thanks to Paul. Paul is also, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. And then our celebrity guest, go ahead. Um, my name is Darrell, and I graduated from Barry, so you guys can graduate from anywhere. That's right. There you go. Yeah, Darrell, the man. All right, so we're here to talk a little bit about dating. Um, let's start over here first. So, Darrell, tell us your current relationship status. Um, yeah, so I'm engaged. Mm. Um, good for Darrell. When's the wedding? When's the wedding? June 25th. June 25th, where at? Lindale Mill. It's near Darlington. Oh, these kiddos, they don't know where the Lindale Mill is. Are we, um, all, are we all coming? Who's coming to Darrell's wedding? Raise your hand. Is that okay? Five o'clock. Y'all don't want to come to my wedding? Mm. We're excited. We're all going to be there. We won't really. But if you want us to, we can be. Uh, they're sweet kids. They're I would love kids. if y'all came. My fiance would probably be stressed out. So. <laughs> That's fair. How long have you and your fiance been together? Uh, so we've been together for three plus years now. We started dating in July 26, 2018. Mm. So it would be four years. If this coming July, it would be four years. That four years since you guys have been dating together. Mm -hmm. Okay, got since you, got you. All right, let's go. Haley, what is your current relationship status? I am also engaged. Yes! <laughs> to who? Uh, that, that little ginger guy in the back. Let's give it up for Brian! <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible! <laughs> That's right. Let's go, baby. The man, Brian. The man. Um, how long have you and Brian been dating? It'll be five years in June. Oh, shoot. Oh, Let's June. go. And, la pew, pew, pew. and last but certainly not least, Paul, tell us your relationship status, my man. I am also, no, I'm, I'm single. Yeah! <laughs> if you're currently single in here, raise your hand. Yeah! If you're single and in high school, raise your hand. Okay, there we go. All right, cool. Middle school, also important. All right, sweet. So we've got some engaged people. We've got ladies. We've got the fellas. So what we're going to do tonight is just have a fun conversation just about different aspects of dating. We're going to address the fellas. We're going to address the ladies. We're going to talk about single folk. We're going to do it all, okay? So first, so one of the reasons I brought Darrell up here, one, is Darrell, hey, listen up. One of the reasons I brought Darrell up here is Darrell is so much like Jesus. It is awesome. Um, so Christ-like. He... He, he and I have a mutual friend, a buddy of ours, Josh Tolman. Josh helped lead Darrell to Christ, is that, if that's fair to say, yep. um, and, and really has discipled Darrell. And the, let's, let's get straight into it. So 
You, so Darrell, you, how long have you been a Christian? So I've been a Christian since 2017, so like five years now. Yeah. So like a year before you started dating Ken Kendra? Kendra? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So one of the things that happened with Darrell that got me real interested in this is Darrell thought he was mature enough to start dating. Now, now, and what year was this in college for you? I was... Uh, my junior summer going into my senior year. And you were playing football at Barry still? Yeah. Okay, football. What position did you play, by the way? Lockdown cornerback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, thank you, Bo, for appreciating that joke. Um, I thought it was funny. So, all right, so you're a junior at Barry. Now, junior in college, okay? And Darrell thinks that he is mature enough to start dating. And so he talks to Josh, who is discipling him at the time. And what did Josh say? Yeah, so... Uh, it was this girl I really liked. I mean, who's my fiance now? Um, I really so it liked worked. her. It worked out eventually. Yeah, it worked out. Okay, so, good. you know what I'm saying? Just trust the Lord. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had just became a Christian like the summer before. Um, just started taking my faith seriously. Um, and so this guy's disciple me, Josh. And I asked him, and it was like Josh and two of my other close friends that like just kind of helped lead me to Christ. Um, and I asked all of them, I said, Do y'all think I'm ready today? And not one of them said yes. Like, they also <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like, no. And I mean, that was tough to hear. Um, and the reasons kind of behind it, you want me to share? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like the reasons kind of behind that was, so like I came from like before I came to Christ, I was just so relationship hungry, right? I just wanted to be in a relationship. Um, and they just kind of told me, they was just like, God, you still need to focus on your own walk with the Lord. Like focus on the one relationship that matters. Um, and that's the one with the Lord. And I was just kind of in a season where it was like, I'm still kind of learning what it looks like to walk with the Lord. Um, and kind of for me, what they responded was just like, I'm not really leading myself well, right? I'm not, I'm not prioritizing getting the word by myself. I'm not prioritizing going to church. Like I'm not prioritizing prayer. Like I'm not prioritizing my own walk with the Lord. Um, so why am I gonna try to date a girl who I'm supposed to be an example for to like my walk with Christ is supposed to be an example for her. Um, and so like with that, I just kind of took that. And I mean, it was the truth. Like it was what I needed to hear. Um, and that was kind of tough because I wanted to date her. And I was like, well, if I don't date this girl now, like she's gonna go date this other guy. Um, mm. But I mean, it's just really like, it was really like a humble experience because it was like, man, am I concerned about dating this girl or am I concerned about a relationship with Jesus? Um, and it was like, at the end of the day, I should have been concerned about a relationship with Jesus. And so it was like, I didn't start dating her. Um, and I kind of just took a step back from relationships and focused on my relationship with the Lord. Um, and at the end of the day, like if, if I would have got back, because we started dating at the end of that summer, if the end of that summer we wouldn't have dated, I would have been fine because it was like I was content in my relationship with Christ. Like I was content in just dating Jesus, um, so you say, but like I was just content with being with Jesus, even if she wasn't the girl for me, because it was like, if she's not the girl for me, God, I know you have something better, whether that's me being single for however long it be, or me dating another person, but it was like, the most important thing I need to realize was my, was my relationship with him um, before anything else. So, how, how long of a time period was it from Josh saying, hey, you're not ready, to you guys dating that summer? Uh, two, like two and a half months. Two and a half months of just working on yourself? Uh, it was, wow, well, I mean, it was like a year and a half of working on myself. Like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still working on myself. But sure. I think it was just like two and a half months of, so me and this girl that I'm, who's my fiance now, like, we were best friends for two years before we thought about dating. Um, and so, like, we talked, like, every day, different stuff like that. And when they told me I wasn't ready to date, 
I just like kind of took a step back from her and like I called her and was like, hey, we probably shouldn't talk for like a month. Mm. Um, so like no Snapchatting, no texting, no anything. Cause it was just like, at the end of the day, like I was more focused on her than I was the Lord. Um, and so I took a step away from just talking to her um, and her parents wanted her to date this guy. And so I thought she was gonna date this guy. So like that also was really hard. Um, but I like to took a step away and just like focus on my own relationship with the Lord. And then it just kind of worked out to her. Like um, now none of my focus is on the Lord. Like the people around me changed. Like now I'm surrounded around more Christians because I'm not so focused on just dating, like dating this girl. Like I'm focused on my relationship with the Lord. So I started just growing in community. I started growing in like my desire to get in the word. I started growing in my desire to pray because I started learning more about God. And so my focus just went off of being in a relationship and just went more to like being in a relationship with Christ, um, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. it was about two and a half months before when he told me, well, all my friends told me that I wasn't ready to date um, and before we started dating. And even still, like I, before I even asked her to um, be my girlfriend, I went back and asked them, like, do y'all think I'm ready to date before I even take that next step again? So mm-hmm. it was just a lot of, I guess, like leadership and um, guidance in that process. So, so like, what advice would you give, so high school guys here, first of all, what, what advice would you give high school guys who are considering dating, who are thinking about that, and, and that's kind of going around in their minds right now, like, just some steps to take or not to take, and some, some leadership there? Um, yeah. So, I think steps to take is uh, find somebody in your life. It could be your dad. It could be your youth pastor like find somebody in your life that you see like either dating in a healthy way um or married mm. you know like that's pointing to your life right so it's like for me it was like the guy that was pointing to my life that knew like the ins and out, in, ins and outs of like my relationship with christ that's the guy i was asking for some of y'all that might be y'all's dad for some of y'all it might be your older brother but like find somebody that is like pursuing the Lord and maybe has a healthy relationship. And it's not even necessarily that it had to be in a relationship, but somebody that's pursuing the Lord and wants the best for you. Um, and like ask them, like get disciple. <laughs> and I mean, I say the first thing is like focus on your relationship with the Lord, like before anything else, like, because it's like at the end of the day, once you get in a relationship, it's like that's two sinners like coming together. Right. And it's like, if you aren't prioritizing your relationship with the Lord, like, that girl is going to look to you. So it's like, if you're not prioritizing that, then what do you think, like, she's going to do, right? Because she's going to look to you. So I would say, like, um, yeah, just find somebody that you trust and somebody that's, like, faithfully walking with the Lord um, and just have them, like, start pouring into you, doing life with you, um, and just ask them and get around them and just focus on your relationship with the Lord before anything else. Mm. Appreciate that, Darrell. Um, all right, so let's move over. So we've talked a lot, a little bit to the fellows. Let's talk to the ladies a little bit, Miss Haley. So Darrell has talked about looking for guys and, and being guys who are focused on their relationship with Christ, who are trying to grow in community. Um, and all those things are good, and I think all those things are true. As a girl, Haley, what what should girls be looking for in a guy? What should they look out for in a guy? And you have some, some personal stuff that you want to like share a little bit about that. And, and then uh, talk about Brian some too, how great he is. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Brian. But so anyway, so, so first question, what should girls, let's talk about, let's go like this. What should ladies be looking for in a guy that they are seeking to date? 
And then let's talk about some, some pitfalls to look out for. Does that make sense? So we'll go yeah. positive and then negative. Yeah. So go ahead. Great question. So, Thank you. Um, <laughs> <you're welcome. laughs> so I became a little bit about me so that like you kind of understand where I'm coming from. Um, I became a Christian when I was in sixth grade. And so like, you know, going into middle school and high school, I did have like that thought process in the back of my head. But compared to like a lot of the people that I went to school with and a lot of my peers, I like thought dating was a super, super serious thing. Um, because being emotionally vulnerable with someone and like, I don't know, spending time with someone and, you know, like pursuing them, it's, it is a vulnerable thing. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't want to like just date anybody to date anybody. So at first um, I kind of felt like I was setting myself up for failure, but really I was setting myself up for success because, um, and as cliche as this phrase is, it's, it is true. Like I was trying to protect myself um, from, from people who weren't taking dating as seriously, from people who didn't have the same priorities. Um, so I was looking for, you know, a guy that obviously loved the Lord, um, that was equally yoked with me, meaning, like, he understood the Lord, like, in a, in a similar level that I did, that we could grow together, and maybe even a little bit more so that, like, we could learn from each other, and, um, so I was looking for, someone that was like, you know, would go to church, would be in their Bible, and all those sorts of things, which um, can be kind of hard to find. I was looking for somebody who also, like, lived, lived that out in their lifestyle and, like, was very loving and kind um, and compassionate. And so you can definitely, like, you can find a person that's like that, that, like, is very... Um, just like by the book and does those sorts of things, but doesn't actually have a very deep relationship with the Lord. Mm. Somebody can go to church and that doesn't automatically mean that they are pursuing the Lord. It just means that they're at church. Um, mm. And somebody can be at church and not even know the Lord at all. And so I have personal experience with that um, because I did get into a relationship with a guy who I was like, he goes to church, he came to the Bible study that my friends and I were helping to lead, like he came to FCA, I saw him reading his Bible, um, we did like a Bible study together, and I was like, wow, like, this is awesome, like I finally found someone that pursues the Lord as seriously as I do, like in a public high school with 2,500 people, you know, um, and it turned out to not be that, because though like we did Bible study together and, and stuff like that, he did not like live by the word. Um, and that ended up being like really hurtful for me to recognize. And then, you know, you wanna look for someone who's also teachable, who is like willing to be humble and admit when they're wrong. Um, I think some, one of the things I love about Brian is that he will like be very willing to say, <laughs> be very willing to say like that he's sorry when he's messed up. And this other guy that I had dated, like he was not like Jesus in that way because it was just defensive automatically. When I was like, hey, this kind of makes me uncomfortable when this happens, or hey, I don't really agree with this. It was like automatically defensive, stonewall, like cannot have a conversation about it. Um, anyway, that relationship just did not end very well because he wasn't like loyal to me. And so, I would say like something, yeah, kind of answering both of those questions mm -hmm. is to like look out for a guy who like has relationship with Jesus and who's going to prioritize that over his relationship with you. And that sounds like 
hard at first, and that sounds very controversial to the, what the world tells you and what culture tells you is like, oh, you need to be your significant other's like only one, you need to be their top. No, you don't. You need to be their second, and God needs to be their first. Or you, you need to be their, their like third or fourth if like school's a big thing, because God needs to always be first. Like you can't, a relationship can't function well without God being in the center of it. Um, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. I, did I answer everything? Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Can we thank Haley for helping us out with that? Um, and yours was, yours was good too. Yours was good too. So would it have helped Haley in that first relationship? Like, would you recommend, so it sounds like, you know, cause we vote like attraction is the first thing. Like there's mutual attraction. Obviously this is meant to be, which is this shallow kind of level. But we, as Christians, we talk about going a level deeper, which is like, there's this mutual attraction and we're both in church together, well, now it's definitely meant to be, but you're saying there's kind of this third level to it, which is like, you need to, and Darrell, you said this too, like, there's this third level to it, which is, you need to get to know what they really think about Christ. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, you can talk the talk, but you need to walk the walk, too. Yeah, 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 Yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, Darrell, can you share a little bit on that, and then we'll go to our, our ace in the hole, Mr. Paul, but so, like, so in terms of, like, there's mutual, like, because we, th- we think, oh, there's mutual attraction, well, then obviously we're supposed to date, and mutual attraction is good, but then there's that second layer of, all right, do they go to church? Are they doing Christian things? But then there's this third layer of, like, actually being a follower of Jesus. Does that make sense? Is that, like, can you just expand on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I think, um, Haley said it like really well just like you have to be like you just can't be there number one right like God has to be the number one because like at the end of the day like with my fiance it's like if she's my number one and I'm having a bad day and I'm depending on her to like mm-hmm. fulfill me what if she's having a bad day mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're both having a bad day and we need each other to fulfill each other like the only person that can fulfill that like is Christ right and even in a sense of like like, walking the walk, that doesn't mean, like, you have to be perfect because nobody in here is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But that does mean, like, you should, like, be making an effort to, like, prioritize your relationship with the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's repentance or whatever that is, it's, like, just making an effort. So, like, even, like, Haley was just saying with Brian, which I, I've done this a lot, you know what I'm saying? But, like, with my fiancé being willing to say, yeah, I was wrong. And, like, I apologize. I understand how that made you feel. Instead of no, like... I'm always right, but it's just like, that's a part of walking the walk too, because it's like, you know, that's that, back to that thing of like, you're not going to be perfect, like, even she just said like, Brian was wrong, but he was willing to apologize, so that's a part of like, walking that walk, and if you had the love of Jesus, like, you're able to do that, because you're already forgiven in him, so you don't have to be defensive, right, and even if you are defensive, you can go back and apologize, um, so yeah, I'll just reiterate that, of just like, God has to be number one, because um, he's the only one that can truly fulfill us, so. Can I add something to that, too? You want to echo I that? that? Also, like, whoever you're with, if, if that person, like, ends up being your spouse especially, like, they should sanctify you. Your relationship should be sanctifying. It should, you both should make each other more like Christ. So, like, Brian's willingness to apologize to me makes me more willing to apologize to him. And look at that. Like, that's more of, mm-hmm. makes me more like Christ. Um, and that's just a small example, but, like, it's, it's a healthy relationship when you can 
when you both can like point each other more towards Christ and like when you can display like compassion and stuff like that because Christ is your example. I agree. And 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 guys, look, this this will not look at me up here. This will not happen if your primary concern is not Jesus. If your primary concern in a relationship is helping the other person look like Jesus, it will not work. If your primary goal in the relationship is Jesus, it will work. Does that make sense? Like you can go in with this great idea of, all right, I'm going to make my spouse look, or I'm going to make my significant other look more like Jesus, and that won't work because you can't do it. But if you prioritize Jesus above the relationship, now your significant other will start to look like Jesus because you're looking more like Jesus. Does that make sense? The goal should not be a godly relationship. The goal should be Jesus and then the godly relationship falls into place. Does that make sense? Because we talked, we talked a little bit of this, about this before we got up here, but um, one pastor that we all, and especially the adults in the room, we all love is a guy named Matt Chandler. And listen, yeah. lady, ladies, especially, yeah, ladies especially, listen, Matt Chandler talks about this. There is a difference between a Christian guy and a man of God. Does that make sense? A Christian guy, amen, a Christian guy will use Christian language to draw you in. A Christian girl will use language to draw you in and make you feel safe, and then their sin comes out. Does that make sense? A man of God, a woman of God, is someone who prioritizes Jesus, and the relationship will fall into place. Does that make sense? Keeping Jesus as the priority of your relationship is actually even better for your relationship than if you just prioritize the relationship. Does that make sense? If you just prioritize the relationship, then as soon as things go bad, you'll start panicking and apologizing and never wanting to go deeper. But if your goal is Jesus and things start to go wrong, well, now you have a, a foundation. Does that make sense? Your house is built on a rock. Speaking of houses built on the rock, Paul, um, can you please? Um, so you are single, my man. You are awesome. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Let's talk about that. So let's do two. Let's do the positive and the negative. And and you and you just be you just you just share it, man. Are there days where being single is kind of awesome, and are there days when being single is not so awesome? Forgive me, Ryan. Actually, can I talk about a little bit what they were talking about? Yes. For a while? Oh my um, gosh. Yes. So um, when it comes to like evaluating who you're going to date, like it takes a couple things, right? They mentioned attraction, and they mentioned uh, equally yoked, and they... Paul, can you go closer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. Um, now, there's also chemistry. Now, equally yoked, um, to say it explicitly, they, were, they said it, but they didn't say it straight up. Um, if you are a Christian looking to date, the person that you are dating should definitely be a Christian, bottom mm -hmm. line. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is the base. And then you go from there. You evaluate, hey, like, is this person on the same level of faith as me? And there's so many times that, like... Um, I've been like talking to someone and I'm like, okay, I'm attracted to them. Okay, amazing. I have chemistry with this person. And then you get to the question of, oh, like, am I equally yoked with this person? And you realize, hey, it doesn't check that bubble. Like, this isn't going to go anywhere. It's, it is one of the most important bubbles. Um, ben Stewart has a book, which I'm so sorry for referencing this and not telling you beforehand, mm -hmm. um, but Single Dating, Engaged Married, one mm -hmm. of my favorite books on relationships, mm -hmm. or, but also single, dating, engaged married, the different steps of relationship life. Um, he talks a lot about like the joys and the benefits of singleness, but then also like just the highs and lows of life as you go throughout the life of relationship. Um, something that Ryan was talking about that I want to touch a little bit more on um, 
was the way that you have to be focused on God in your relationships. And that's because God is the healer of all things and the forgiver of all sin. And that, and many other reasons too, not the only two. Um, but when, say, Haley and I were dating, right? Mm. And, you know, we get into an argument, which, sure. it, you know, hypothetical, Haley and I have never dated. Um, <laughs> um, yes, okay. There's just a lot of weird pauses there, Paul, but okay. <laughs> I, I can't explain the weird pauses there. I don't know. I, I, think, I think Brian needs to explain, but That's we'll talk funny. about that later. Um, but say we were dating, right? And we get into an argument, but we forgive each other. Our forgiveness can go, only go so far. When our forgiveness and our love comes from the love that, get, that is given us from us and the Father and the relationship that we have from the Father, it can go so much deeper and so much farther than the love that we have for each other. Like, the love that we have is only so deep. Like, when it's filled with the Father's love and when we give out of the Father's love, that is so much deeper and so much better than anything that we can have just ourselves. And that's such an important thing because you're your life will be more fulfilled with the love of the Father, but your relationship will be more fulfilled, and your relationship will be more sturdy, and it will be built on the rock, like Ryan was saying. Mm -hmm. um, but back to your singleness questions, if you could repeat them, that'd be amazing. Yeah, um, sure. So, like, in terms, well, let, let's talk about this. So, students who are single, like, a couple things that you would recommend for them in terms of, like, like, they're okay. Um, there are, like, yeah, right? So are you, are you trying to, am I, I guess I'm done. Um, so, like, talk about good days of being single and talk about days where being single is, is more difficult. And, like, what do you do during, like, how do, how do you figure that out during those days? Singleness is really what you make of it. It can be your best friend. It can be your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd love to say that it's my best friend most of the time, but I can't tell you that. Singleness is, is not always easy, but it can be the best time of your life. Um, it is a time where you are unencumbered by other people to fully pursue the Lord with your entire heart. And that is the only time that you'll have that is singleness. Mm -hmm. um, like Darrell was saying, is like when you are a guy and you're trying to lead a girl, you are you know, leading, leading that other person in relationship. And so when you're single, that is the only time that you yourself are doing that relationship with Christ by yourself and it's just a one-on-one -on -one, and it's just fully intentional fully all the time like uh i think the example that it was given to me was um when you're in church by yourself like your your uh your focus is fully on the the preaching and the pastor and the music but say you're there with your uh girlfriend fiance spouse wh whoever it might be like they take a little bit of your attention there they take a little bit of your love they take a little bit of like we we don't have infinite love we're not god um, so we are split. We are divided. So like f is number one God? Absolutely. But even then when our number two is sitting next to us takes a little bit of our attention. And so singleness is a gift. A singleness is it, when it's fully dedicated to God, it's a beautiful time of maturing as a person and getting to know yourself and getting to know the Lord that you might better lead a relationship in the future. Um, but it's not always easy. It's not always fun. Um, I'm currently in a time where it's not always fun, but also like, go me. I have a, a date on Friday, so hey, yay. let's go! Oh, look at that. Um, so, wow, wow, that's a lot of applause. Oh, clapping for really him, like, <laughs> yeah, Paul, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's it's not an easy time. Like, oftentimes, so fun fact: 
Haley and I are very close, with Brian and I are very close, and it's an awesome dynamic. But Haley will often text me and be like, how are you, how are you doing, Paul? I'm like, I'm lonely. And she's <laughs> like, great. Glad, <laughs> glad to hear it. <laughs> no, she's like, hey, you want to talk about it? You want to watch Seinfeld tonight or whatever it might nice. be? <laughs> awesome. Um, well, so, but like, seriously, like, so what, what are things that you do that are helpful in those times where, where it gets low? Like, like, is community a thing? Do you have like, some, like, just fun things to do? Or do you, or is it just like, you just kind of have to endure how tough this is for, and then it passes? Like, I mean, what, what, what do you do? What is that like? Because I'm sure, like, there are students here who can, who can relate, is what, I'm, is what I'm getting at. I want to give a really good answer to this, but I also want to give an honest answer to this. Yeah. Um, and so I want to tell you community is an amazing thing. But I also want to tell you that I'm someone who has had a lifelong struggle with loneliness um, in relationships, but also friendships. And so when I tell you community is a wonderful thing, and it can relieve the, like, I don't want to say the hole you feel in yourself like without a relationship, but like it can like ease that burden of like, oh, like you have an intense longing for a relationship and that is something that is given to you by God Mm -hmm. and like to be in a relationship with others and community and all those things. Um, But community isn't always easy either. Like it's just smaller, less intensive versions of relationships. Like, like Mm -hmm. it's (laughs) interacting with other people can be hard. Just plainly put, um, we're all messed up people. Like, that's, that's just how it is. Um, but when I was in, so actually, I don't know if we talked about this. Uh, the way that I met Brian was that he was my small group leader. And so that's how we became really close friends and we became best friends was he led the small group that I was in. And Brian and the other guys in that small group were my community for my first two years of college. And they were my everything. And I poured into that group. And they made me, like, when I was single, well, not the entire time. I was single for the majority of my first two years of college. And when I was single, it wasn't nearly as bad because I had those guys to rely on. And especially community of people of, like, your close friends and, um, like, the same, uh, the same gender as you. Like, they are, like, it, this was a guy's small group. And those guys were my rocks. And they definitely, and now, <sighs> All of them were in relationships for most of the core group, like both the small group, and that really was kind of tough, but it was okay, and they were there for me. Um, so being able to rely on the people around you, and like now that community looks like uh, Brian and Haley for me, and so uh, getting together and getting dinner or lunch with Brian or spending a night studying with Haley, like whatever it might be, just one, incur- like t- communicating with the people around you, the people that care for you, like saying, hey, like I'm feeling this right now. Um, being open and honest and vulnerable with people. Like, it's extremely important. It's necessary. Like, it fleshes out things, um, fleshes out shame, a lot of things. Like, I don't want to tell people that I'm hurting, that I'm lonely. Like, that's, that's not fun. That's not easy to mm-hmm. say. Like, I don't want to admit that I'm human. Like, I don't want to admit that I'm flawed. I don't want to admit that I need things. Um, but having those open and honest conversations with the people that care for you and love for you, like, love you, like, it's important it brings life. Mm-hmm. It also, like, it just brings things out in the open that need to be out in the open. Well, and it's good for, I mean, in relationships, too. Like, honest communication is, is like, key to singleness, but it's also key to relationships as well. Um, we are, as like, I wish we could go for, like, another, like, hour and a half, but we are just completely out of time. Um, Darrell, can you pray for us? And then we'll go through some announcements, and then we'll kick you guys out. All right?